Welcome to Help You Help Me, the podcast where I ask you, the listener, for advice on my everyday life. And in return, I'll give you some advice on yours. That is, if you have any questions for me. Uh, the podcast email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at hyhm underscore pod. Um, and all over social media at Help You Help Me podcast. Um, you know, Instagram, Vero the patreon page all that stuff is cool um i don't want to get into that stuff again and and right now i am exhausted i did stay up uh very late watching the live stream of beyonce at uh coachella and yeah it was worth it (laughs) it was worth it i mean you know it's it's a good little good good teaser for the on the run tour. Um, I can't wait for that. Uh, Destiny's Child made an appearance, and you know I'm a hundred percent always here for that. Uh, and you know Jay Z made an appearance here for that. Uh, and like the the theme of her Coachella set was you know a a. HBCU themed sort of like party and I kind of like I know this is probably like a one-off like thing that she did for Coachella but like if her new album has like a um like a school days theme you know it's Spike Lee movie school days uh if it has a school days theme or something like that I'm gonna lose my shit. That sound it like that sounds like the the it sounds like a great concept for an album. So I can't wait to see what comes after this Coachella performance. Well I think it's Coachella performance. It's gonna be the on the run to where um pre sale tickets uh started on the fourteenth of March. Um and then you, all, all of us regular bitch tickets go on sale um on the nineteenth of March. Uh, or went on sale on the 19th of March. Sorry, it's now April. Um, so yeah, so it's 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 Beyonce season. Everybody, get your get your lives together. Uh, she's coming for necks uh, and ankles, uh, ribs. She's coming for your your heart piece. So get get it together. Uh, you know, y- y'all y- y'all know it comes around. You know when it's going to happen. It's always, it's never a surprise. It's always very intentional. Um, it's usually about every two years or, you know, every other pregnancy uh, or whatever. It, it, it's happening. It, and if you're not prepared, uh, trying to run and scramble and get prepared and, you know, not paying your baby's daycare this month and, you know, uh, trying to hide your car from the repo man and all this shit because you didn't have your money saved up for the uh, for on the run tour. That's your fault. So, uh, but I understand. This is not. A, I'm not condemning you. This is not an admonishment of you. Like, <laughs> but you know it's coming. Um, you know, you can, I feel like I can predict when. Some people feel like they can't. But I feel like they can. Anyway this is happening we're in full we're beyonce season has been kicked off we are in full swing um my prediction is that 
um, there will be some sort of HBCU themed album and or visual album and it will be a joint album with their husband that's my prediction I could be wrong but I think it's finally like nigga you have done three joint albums <laughs> you've done a, two joint albums with our fucking Kelly and you've done a joint album uh, with with Kanye West like, can you please just do a, do a joint album with your wife and, and stop fucking around that would be swell. Like, honestly. Like, you guys are... You two are the king and queen of <laughs> of, of music. You guys are music royalty at this point. Um, put out the joint album. Like, come on. I don't get what it is. I don't get what... Like, some of the best joints of both of your careers have been together. Upgrade You still slaps. <laughs> Deja Vu is still my favorite Jay-Z-Beyonce collabo. Uh, come on, man. You guys get your shit together. Anyway, um, I'm going to take a break, and we will be back maybe with a Hear Me Out, but probably with an I Don't Know Her. Or both. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll talk in a minute. That was Tanache or Tinashe or however you say her name. Um, and this is Hear Me Out. <clears throat> so Tanache has a new album. It's called Joyride. Um, I am getting good vibes from this album, and I'll tell you why. So by and large, what I've been listening to, and and I will say this. My one complaint about some of the last, a, a couple of the last albums that I um, reviewed on Hear Me Out, it, it was that they were too short. And Tanache's album is also too short. It's 37 minutes and, and it's got 13 tracks and a couple of interludes. So those to me don't count as tracks. So it has more like 11. Um, my problem with short albums is that I feel like I know that there's a lot of work put into that 37 minutes, but when it's a good album, you just want it to be more. You just want it to do more. You want it to last longer. And Joyride is a great album. Um, it's 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 got a nice it's got a nice sort of um, a lot of the songs have a nice mid tempo vibe to them. Um, something that. Uh, those of you who partake in the greeneries uh, will enjoy, I think, uh, if you're having a cookout or um, if you just wanted to have something to listen to in your car this summer, uh, I think that this is a good sort of juxtaposition to Cardi B's album, which is so high energy and so danceable. And this is just kind of laid back on like a like nice summer day. Um, so Tanashi's voices, um, I feel like it's gotten a lot like I feel like it's it's evolved a lot. It's gotten it's it's a lot different than I remember um, before. I think it was a lot poppy and sort of. Um, you know that light and airy thing. I think she was definitely trying to fit into a um, Aaliyah or Sierra uh, mold. And from what I hear on this album, 
um, she's grown up a little bit. It's 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 getting um, it's it's Tanache. It's Tanache. I think is very underrated um, as an album um, as an album as a as a as an artist. But I think that's probably of her own doing. Um, if you're able to sing like she does, and if and and not to say that she wasn't a good singer before, um, when I said that her voice is different, um, it's it's just I think it's it's more grown up now. Um, so the the difference in what she does now to what she was doing um, before with like two on and all that thing and all that sort of thing, um, it, it's 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 you can definitely hear the growth in the music. Um, and whereas before I think she was just trying to say, Oh, grown and I'm nasty this time around. It, it's, it's, it's very kind of, it's very more so adult and it's very much a groove and a vibe. And if you want that sort of thing for your summer, for your, your daytime parties, um, you can put on parts of this album and it goes off. So, uh, listen to Tanache's Joyride. Um, it's not, it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good little summer bop album. Um, if Tanache can get her shit together and do what we need her to do, which is put out videos for the song, for these songs where, uh, she's, uh, you know, busting a, busting a hot A count and she's out here dancing, uh, then, I think that this album, like videos, the videos that support this album are going to be off the charts. I don't understand why she did that Britney Spears song where she, she and Britney, who are two artists who are known for their dancing, did not dance the entire video. It was fucking weird. And the same thing with the song that she did with Chris Brown. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> so I hope that she is ready and like fully ready to uh, support this album with some great visuals and put together a really hot tour um, to tour this album and her previous uh, two albums as well. Um, and she has like something like four mixtapes. Like I, I, I feel like she has the body of work to be a very successful pop artist and she just has to be willing to put the work in. Um, so Tanache, you got a good album this time. Respect. Hey, welcome to uh, I Don't Know Her. And uh, <clears throat> welcome to I Don't Know Her, Starbucks. Um, I can't even really blame you for this. So I'm going to have you uh, stand over to the left. But I need you to listen to me. Well, I speak to the manager at one of your Starbucks locations in Philadelphia. So, recently, oh, hey, girl, what's up? Come sit down. Um, I'm about to tell your story. Recently, there was uh, two uh, men, of course, of color, uh, of course, of, of black color, who were sitting in a Starbucks waiting for a friend. Now, I do not know if they were waiting to order because they were waiting for their friend or if they were just waiting there for their friend and everybody was going to meet up and leave. But apparently um, someone there at the Starbucks decided to call the police because these two gentlemen were sitting there waiting for a friend. The police came um, and actually put these two men in handcuffs and walked them out. They were arrested for 
waiting on their friends. <laughs> so the bystanders who were there, um, there, and there's a video. And if you watch the video, there's a um, a, a white gentleman uh, who uh, is asking the police. You know why are you why are you putting them handcuffs? Why are you arresting them? They didn't do anything. <laughs> and also the the woman um, uh, Melissa DePino, who actually videoed um, the the moment, is saying they were just sitting there. There's they they weren't doing anything. Um, and then shortly after the police um, walked these two gentlemen out, the friend that they were waiting for showed up so um these two gentlemen did not uh seem to have behaved in any way other than respectfully towards uh the people at starbucks and then people uh, and and the police officers who showed up they didn't resist arrest they didn't do any of that sort of thing they were put in handcuffs and they walked out calmly and um the the, the, the man who was defending them to the police um, was saying um, the, that the guys are doing what people do there every day. They were just meeting somebody. And there were also other people there who were white who were not eating or uh, drinking coffee. So, <laughs> Starbucks manager, listen. Sometimes people, black people show up to your establishment. Sometimes they're wearing sweatpants and hoodies. Sometimes they're in suits. Sometimes they're in jeans and t-shirts. Sometimes they're waiting on friends and they haven't ordered yet. Or sometimes they're waiting on a friend to show up because that's where they've decided to meet because they're all leaving to go do something else and they're not going to order any food. But guess what? So do people of other hues. White people do it. Asian people do it. I don't understand why in this instance you felt it was necessary to call the police to have these two gentlemen arrested. Arrested! They were put in handcuffs and arrested. They were meeting a friend and then in jail. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what the problem is here? The problem is that you saw their dark skin. You saw, you know, their nappy hair. And you thought some, some shit was about to go down. But nothing was about to go down except that they were going to meet their friends and possibly give money to your establishment or fucking leave. Either way, no police had to be involved and there was going to be no fucking disturbance. But you caused a disturbance. You were the one that went above and beyond to do something that you didn't need to do because there was no threat to you or your customers. There was no threat to your business. So now, no real threat. So, besides the one that you falsely perceived, and that is your fucking business. I don't know why you would sit here and uh, and, and condemn these two gentlemen who I, I think are real estate agents and don't need to rob you. <laughs> anyway, uh, here goes Starbucks because, of course, they have to apologize for the fuck-ups of their managers uh, and people that work for them. Um, they say we apologize to the two individuals and our customers and are disappointed to the d disappointed this led to an arrest. We take these matters seriously and clearly have more work to do when it comes to how we handle incidents in our stores. We're reviewing our policies and will continue to engage 
with the community and the police department to try to ensue that these types of situations never happen again in any of our stores. And I don't believe you. However, um, what you need to do is find the stores in the areas that hire these people who look at black people in a certain way and give them some sort of diversity conditioning or sensitivity training or whatever it's called because there this is going to continue to happen the next time a young black man or a young black woman walks into your store and decides to sit there and wait on a friend for them for, for their friend to get there before they order and then some of the cops are calling them for no reason it's going to happen again it's going to happen again because we can't stop being black. So I need you to figure out <laughs> in a real way who the people are that you are hiring to work in your stores. And let them know that if a white person comes in and doesn't order and waits on a friend before they order, then everybody is allowed to do the same thing. That's it. Anyway... Um, whoever called the police on these two gentlemen at Starbucks in Philadelphia, bitch, I'll know you. Get your shit together. So relating to the Starbucks uh, case, uh, Police Commissioner Richard Ross uh, addressed the, the, the entire thing on Facebook Live, which is like, I guess he doesn't have a PR team or someone who could put out a press release. Uh, so he goes to Facebook Live and says that the police officers did nothing wrong, which I don't believe um, anybody is questioning the police doing anything wrong, although they did, uh, Commissioner Ross. Uh, so I don't know you, because how can you look at the facts of the situation and say that the police didn't do anything wrong when the police, upon showing up to the scene and seeing that there was no disturbance, there was no crime there was no threat uh taking place did not just speak with the management or staff of the starbucks in question and say well there's nothing we can do they're not causing a disturbance they're simply sitting here um you can refuse them the restroom and you can refuse them the wi-fi password since they're not customers uh but there's no disturbance or just simply escort the men out say hey it's a policy i guess that you have to you know blah 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 and uh, we have to escort you out until you're ready to buy something. Anything. Anything other than putting these two uh, young men in handcuffs and uh, escorting them to the police station where they uh, were, where they sat for nine hours until they were released. Um, so the fact that you can look at what the police officers did after they were called to the scene, after they were called to a... Uh, I don't know uh, a, 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 after they were called to a bullshit crime uh, and uh, led these two men away in handcuffs the fact that you can look at you as a as a black person can look at this and not think it was and not think it was racially motivated which I'm pretty sure you don't think it is but also you can look at it and say that the police officers did nothing wrong when they of course did no real police work in determining whether or not these two gentlemen were uh, the cause of any sort of threat or, um, or, or or disturbance. They did no police work. They saw two black men uh, and, <laughs> and put them in handcuffs and took them away for nine hours. Um, I highly doubt that if in any other situation um those same police officers or the people who call the police on the on these two gentlemen 
um, would have acted so hastily um, if these two young men were any other race than black. So, Richard Ross, I don't know you, and get your dudes in check. Honestly, learn what police work is. And learn how to uh, train your, your, your officers to discern proper threats and, and, and disturbances because this certainly was not one. Um, so says all of the uh, upstanding uh, white people who are sitting uh, in that Starbucks telling you that these men did nothing wrong. So the people around uh, the people around the situation did your police work did your police uh, officers work for them so I don't know you suck you're terrible at your job get a press team get a do something other than going to Facebook live and putting out press releases Jesus Christ so next the next person who I don't know Tesla, come on over here. Homie, listen. Your, your, your homeboy, Elon Musk, is not even from this country yet. You guys uh, still find a way to subject your, uh, your, your workers and contracted workers who are people of color to uh, systemic uh, racism and racial uh, intimidation. Uh, good old... American pastime of fucking with black people and brown people. Um, wow, this is terrible for you. This is a bad look. And this is right after Elon Musk said that he ain't gonna need to borrow the money. Um, but I, I, I hope this drives your stock into the ground, my friends. Um, seriously, I thought about buying a Tesla stock, to be honest. And then this story came out and I changed my mind. I, 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 it, if, if all I can do is be socially responsible with my money, uh, then uh, I'm going to do that. And my money doesn't mean anything in your grand scheme. However, um, I hope that from here on out, everyone else follows suit uh, and learns to be a little more socially responsible with their money. Tesla, this is gross. This is a disgusting display. Um, there's three former uh, black Tesla workers that have filed a lawsuit uh, against uh, the company saying that there was everything from um, uh, racial slurs to um, racially insensitive cartoons drawn and put up all over the place that uh, how the fuck is this happening to a company that so that is so technologically you guys are on the uh, you guys are on, on the edge. You guys are on the precipice. But it seems socially you guys are right on back where the rest of the rich white people are. And that is treating black people and brown people as if um, we have to work for you, which we don't. Uh, and, uh, and treating us like second and third class citizens. You guys are terrible for this. There is no excuse for a company that is as new as yours to be operating in the United States of America and have this sort of behavior and this sort of work environment allowed. Jesus Christ. Like, I, I don't even understand how you guys 
don't have one of the most progressive uh, uh, diversity and inclusionary uh, uh, I, I don't understand how this happens in a company as new as yours how is your diversity standard not higher how is your inclusionary standard not higher how is your anti um, your, your anti-racism anti-sexism anti-homophobia anti all how is the how are these policies not the most uh, progressive and robust in your industry you're the newest company out here you're the newest company making cars like what the fuck i i can't express how uh disappointed i am in tesla as a company and 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 elon musk for staying pretty fucking quiet about it and not rallying the troops to make sure that not only are uh these workers who have uh i i think since quit um, and have to go on to find other jobs, not making sure that they are uh, compensated for money loss um, and, and time loss, and also gutting your entire staff and replacing them with people who know how to be effective leaders and how to operate within a uh, multicultural um, a, a diverse uh, setting that has people of different genders, uh, gender identities, um, and sexual orientations. Uh, get your shit together, Tesla. Honestly, fuck off. And last but not least, I'm going to leave this uh, I don't know her segment on, well, for me, a lighter note. Maybe. Um, hey, all of you uh, Beyonce naysayers, you, you baysayers, I guess, uh, come right over here and sit down with me. So, here is the deal. I feel like it's very tough in this country for a black woman to prove herself. It doesn't matter how great she is. It doesn't matter how much praise is heaped upon her. It doesn't matter how long she's been doing the job that she set out to do and how well she does it. Proving herself in this country is one of the hardest things that can be done in this country. I mean, you look at Viola Davis, who uh, has been slaying the game for so long and she just now won an Oscar and it was for a supporting role? (laughs) What? Uh, Taraji's never won an Oscar. And she's excellent at what she does. Taraji hasn't even, I don't think, won an Emmy for her role as Cookie. Um, I mean, come on, guys. I'm not saying this because I think that black women need any pity at all. Black women are strong and beautiful and will... It it, it should actually be pitying all of us, to be honest. However, um, the fact that there is a person in the world and there are many of them who have seen what Beyonce has done in the past and saw what she did at Coachella and still go, meh, you're either blind or dumb or deaf or dumb or mute. Well, if you were mute, that'd be great. 
Anyway, I don't see how you can see what she did at Coachella. I don't see how you can see what she did on the Formation Tour. I don't see how you can see what she did on the First Thunder Run, on Mrs. Carter Tour, uh, on any Destiny's Child, Child album, on uh, Dangerously in Love, on B-Day, on Sasha Fierce, on 4, on Self-Title, on Lemonade. I don't see how you can see what Beyonce has done throughout the span of her entire career, and I mean the, I mean the music, the visuals, the uh, tours, stage show, dancing, singing, acting, well, acting, but she did it. So, uh, she was in Dreamgirls, and she was good in Dreamgirls. She was also uh, good in uh, Goldfinger um, for it being her first movie role. She didn't say much, but she got that, you know, black exploitation sort of like Foxy Brown character down. And I thought that that was great. The woman puts so much into what she does and it comes out it's spectacular every single time. It is magnificent every single time. It is resplendent every single time. It is beautiful, mellifluous. It is Beyonce every single time. And, and the fact that anybody out there can look at what this woman does and go, I don't see it. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm going to um, come up with a new section of the Beehive where we just out and out um, put on blast people who uh, don't see it for Beyonce and go check her resume. Check her entire resume. I guess that's what the Beehive does anyway. Anyway, I, 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 I'm in a league with Lovey. I will no longer be discussing uh, why Beyonce is great. I will simply commence to dragging anyone who says that she isn't. I am tired. I am tired of people not giving black women their just due. I am tired of people... Uh, figuring out this or that about her talent and any black woman's talent and and saying how uh, this person or that person does it better who happens to not be black and also who happens to be black and why do we pit black women against each other to prove a point and why and you and don't ever tell me that that some white pop star has more talent than Beyonce I'd like to see it I would no fuck that I'd like to see any pop star who has more talent than Beyonce. Please help me out. Because Beyonce is your fave's fave. Trust. So all of you naysayers out there who are, you know, not giving Beyonce her just due. All the ones who uh, are, oh, well, she she lip sings. Or, bitch, you would lip sync too if you just gave birth to twins uh, six months ago. And then had to get on stage and dance for two hours. You would lip sync as well. Don't act like you 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 you, you wouldn't, <laughs> motherfucker. Your faves lip sync so that they can give you a show. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And by the way, Beyonce lip syncs a lot less than you think she does. So let's get that 
let's get that clear right now. Beyonce lip syncs a lot less than you think she does. And a lot of times, see people try to post videos and they slow it down. It's like, look, she, the mic isn't at her face at this point. And you got to account for the fact that you are a broke bitch and you are 600 rows back and you zoomed your camera way the fuck in. By the time the sound of her voice hits you, she is done speaking. So it's not coming out of her mouth or into the microphone anymore. So don't do this to yourself. Don't try to post things online as if people don't know how science works and physics and sounds and that sort of thing. So get your whole fucking life together. Beyonce is the shit. She is the queen of pop. She is the queen of pop. She's the queen of pop. So it's Beyonce season. As I've stated before, everybody, please, please, your edges, weaves, fingernails, eyelashes, and eyebrows are in the box to the left. Hey, just a quick break to remind you guys that uh, the best way to uh, participate in the podcast and interact with me is uh, a few ways. First of all, the podcast has its own emails. It's helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. Um, that's helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. Send me your uh, questions. Um, if you have uh, any uh, advice for me on how to get and stay organized, on uh, how to invest money and which uh, money investing apps are best for you, um, advice on how to use the ones I'm currently using, I'm using Stash, and I'm also using uh, Robin Hood. If you have any tips or tricks for those apps, please let me know. Um, if you have any uh, tips or tricks uh, for me on uh, how to uh, save money, those are all questions that I posted uh, that I posed in uh, former episodes. But if you have any advice for me, let me know. Um, also, if you need advice on anything uh, regarding, uh, I don't know, cooking. <laughs> Uh, video games, love, sex, relationships, uh, build a bear workshops. I don't know. I, those aren't actual workshops. Never mind. Um, that sort of thing, let me know. The email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. You can also get in touch with me on Twitter, H-Y-H-M underscore pod. I have like no followers on Twitter, and that's my own fault because I don't tweet very much. But, um, you know... If you want to get in touch with me, there I am. Um, also, uh, on the other socials, on Vero, uh, V-E-R-O, um, it is a wonderful, wonderful uh, content sharing slash social media app. It's beautiful. Uh, it's very intuitive. It's kind of like the cross between uh, a Maybach and like a, a shelf you put together yourself from Ikea. So, uh, find me on Vero, find me on Instagram, uh, and help you help me podcast on both. Now we're going to get back to the show. So, uh, real quick, I just wanted to take a, a fast gaming corner here. So, um, for quite some time, I have been coveting 
the uh, Xbox One X, uh, it has been pretty much at the forefront of my short list of uh, gaming purchases that I want to, uh, you know, give my money for this this year, possibly. However, gently swinging me in the breeze uh, is the PlayStation 4 Pro, and Yes, I would like to uh, continue to slay these bitches out here uh, in Mortal Kombat X uh, and, and uh, do that from my uh, gamer tag. Uh, but here is the deal with that. Um, first of all, I am sharing sort of an Xbox with my friend uh, now because uh, I don't have one, but she does. And so we have our own different profiles, and that's why I wanted to get an Xbox One X, so I didn't have to get rid of my profile. And, um, you know, I, we could play not being in the same room with each other, which is a thing that we have to do, possibly for Resident Evil 5, uh, because, uh, Jesus Christ, that game. But also, you know, I, I like... You know, I'm not a big online gamer, so it doesn't make a difference to me. But um, like playing games like Mortal Kombat X and and Injustice 2 and that sort of thing, it's appealing to me. However, I can still do that on the PlayStation 4 Pro. Plus, uh, I can also play God of War. Uh, the new God of War, which uh, was reviewed by IGN and given a 10, a 10, people. Um, I can't play that on Xbox. That's a Sony exclusive. You know what else is a Sony exclusive? The new Spider-Man game, which looks uh, amazing. It looks amazing. Insomniac, um, you guys did an amazing job on that game. So did Insomniac that did that game? Not Telltale. I think it was Insomniac. Anyway, it looks amazing. And it, it, since Spider-Man is still technically a Sony property... Uh, uh, you can only play that on a, on a PlayStation 4 and so I uh, run into a conundrum do I the only thing that's not a conundrum is that I'm still getting a Switch <laughs> but do I get a PlayStation Pro or an Xbox One X now here are the pros and cons pros uh, PlayStation 4 Pro has God of War and you know all the God of Wars, which is one of my favorite uh, game game series. I don't think there's a weak game in the bunch. Um, and the fact that they rebooted it with something that is apparently a masterpiece, uh, I I I don't see the, it, it going anywhere soon. Anywhere, you know, I don't see it going down anytime soon. Um, also, you know, Spider Man. So there you go. Um, Although Spider-Man games in the past have been cross-platform, but I think this one is a PlayStation exclusive, so uh, we will we'll see about that. Um, also, um, there are the the, the, uh, the cons. I don't like the PlayStation Four controller. I don't. I I never have. Uh, I, I I guess it's it's ergonomic or whatever. But like even the PlayStation Three controller feel, feels extremely cheap to me. I I don't. I feel like it's going to break in half in my hand. I've never liked the PlayStation controller. I and, and so that's a problem for me. Pros are the Xbox. I love the controller. I can play for hours, and I have I played Assassin's Creed Origins for hours. I've played um, 
Rise of the Tomb Raider for hours. I've played, you know, Don't Starve for hours. I've played, uh, you know, Seasons After Fall for hours. Um, the cons of the Xbox is I don't really give a shit about any of their exclusive content. I don't care about Halo, and I never have. Um, the only one of their um, a, uh, their properties that I really care about that I would play uh, is uh, Gears of War. And isn't that series ending soon? So I don't know if I want to do that. On the other hand, on, on, on the PlayStation 4, uh, there's the Uncharted series, which I love. Um, and I, I guess it comes down to by the holiday season, Xbox is going to have to release um, a, a, a uh, exclusive property that is so mind-blowing that uh, it's going to sway me away from Kratos uh, and PlayStation 4 Pro. Because right now, it's looking like PlayStation 4 Pro. It's looking like I changed my mind. Uh, and I, I, this, if you guys haven't seen any uh, footage or reviews of God of War, uh, for uh, then, then do it. Uh, go on to YouTube, go on to IGN's um, uh, YouTube page and watch the, uh, the review of God of War. It's, it, I, I can't stress enough. Um, how different the game is from the previous iterations, first of all, but how beautiful it is. And I uh, expect that I will be simultaneously uh, slaying every single thing that comes near me and crying buckets of tears. So, um, but again, I, I'm trying to really decide on what I should do. Send me an email. Help you help me pod at gmail.com. If you have any advice on which one of these systems I should get, which one of these systems do you have? And which one of these systems, if you were in my position, would you choose? All right. So doing things a little differently, I'm going to do some Yahoo's uh, answers, questions, answers, questions, answers. Um, because I ain't doing any last week. And to be honest, the inbox is a little thin this, this week, guys, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, send your uh, emails to me at help you help me pod at gmail.com. And I will read them on the show. And also, if you don't want me to read your name aloud, then, uh, let me know that so that I can make you up a name. By and large, I make up names for all of you guys anyway, but um, uh, unless you need somebody to know something about themselves, uh, you need to know, let them know that it was from them, then I will read your name. But uh, I, it, by and large, I try not to do that. Um, so, you know, because I'm not a jerk. I mean, I am, but I'm not a jerk. Anyway. Um, let's get into, okay, which is better, an iPhone or a Samsung? So, um, having never owned a Samsung, but, um, uh, having used both, uh, iOS devices and Android devices, it's a wash at this point, man. Like, there are some things about, um, the, uh, uh being able to customize, um, Android, uh, uh, Android devices that I like, um, but it, by and large, I, I feel like it's a little too much, 
and uh, then it get, I, then I get confused, and then I just want to stop. Um, at looking at my phone or tablet or whatever the case may be, I do not own a tablet. Uh, but um, there is also something uh, sinister about feeling like a lemming being let off a cliff um, uh, where it concerns iOS devices. Uh, however, iOS devices are by and large uh, more pretty than aesthetically the devices themselves not the necessarily the interface or the software but the, the the devices themselves are by and large much more attractive um, than uh, the ones that run on android including um, the galaxy series from samsung i'm sorry guys i know that a lot of you just went out and got your galaxy nines and you know they're good looking phones don't get me wrong and they're good-looking phones and tablets and whatnot. It's just that I think that um, design-wise, Apple puts a lot of work into um, how into their brand and into you know positioning themselves as a lifestyle brand. Um, whereas most companies that feature uh, products that run on Android uh, are doing so for functional. Uh, uh, purposes because it, uh, a lot of the products are at a lower price point. Uh, uh, they, they, I think they're aware that children and teenagers will be getting their hands on them and therefore they need to build products for durability and not for style and Apple uh, that's what Apple does. So I, I don't know. Um, if you were thinking about having something that was a little bit more customizable, a little bit more open source, that sort of thing, then go with Android. But if you are okay um, with, um, you know, having those decisions made for you, essentially, then go with Apple. But functionality-wise, uh, they, they are, they're both pretty neck and neck. Uh, it just depends on, um, you know, what sort of what your style is and what sort of device you are looking to do for what. I'm in the the same conundrum. Do I stick with? Uh, Android devices for this podcast or do I move over to Apple where although the interface itself isn't as customizable um, the um, parts <laughs> where you can actually where I can actually record this podcast uh, are but like there is no garage band for Amazon that I know of uh, not Amazon sorry there's no garage band for um, Android that I know of. Uh, if you guys know of something that is comparable to GarageBand that it runs on Android, please let me know because I don't think that is a thing that exists. I think Google hasn't gotten there yet. Um, and I don't think that they've gotten around to um, creating full sort of sound studios and that sort of thing. And that's something that Apple has been doing for years um, uh, with uh, GarageBand and with Pro Tools and Final Cut Pro and that sort of thing and iMovie and that sort of thing. So uh, when Google gets on that level, I'll probably sway more towards a um, Android device to continue with this podcast. But right now it's looking like I'm going to jump on some sort of Apple device to continue with the podcast. Um, uh, just so, j j just because I feel like um, once the website goes up, once I create the RSS feed and once I'm able to kind of record the podcast on my own terms and then upload it to um, to Anchor as opposed to recording directly into Anchor, uh, I, it, the, the freedom will be um, 
insurmountable. But that's not to say that I don't love Anchor. I love Anchor a lot. I just want to be able to I, I record on my own and then upload. So I, it's more of a time thing. And then sometimes uh, Anchor acts funny. Um, and ain't nobody got time for that. All right. Uh, next, Yahoo's answers questions. Answers. <sighs> Would you be happy being the one that always pays for things? Um. Sometimes I like paying for things for people. Um, it's when I can. It, it, I I don't mind it. It's not a big deal. Um, if I'm always paying, uh, no, I can't do that. Um, I cannot do that. Uh, but if if I pay every, and sometimes I'm in a situation where I'm always the one being paid for, or I used to be, um, I'm a lot better off uh, financially now. But um, you know, when your friends want to hang out with you, when you you're like, I just I can't, I'm I'm not able, I don't have it, uh, and they go, No, I got you, I got you. I mean, then you go have a good time. Um, but I've gotten to the point now where um, that happens, and I just I adamantly say no because. Um, I I know also from those situations that nothing's free. <laughs> it all comes at a cost. Um, so I don't do that anymore. Um, this the, the author of this question though, and, and to give you some context, uh, basically says that his girlfriend um, he pays for everything for his girlfriend because she keeps claiming that she has credit card debt and that she's broke and all this other stuff. Yet she has you know designer this and that, and he's never seen her wear the same thing. Uh, twice and she uh, complains about having to put a hundred dollars towards a two thousand dollar trip like he's not asking her to pay for even half he's just asking her to pay her part or pay a part and she loses her shit about not having money so in that case yeah i'd have a problem with paying for everything for somebody who uh, has uh, a problem with contributing uh, but not a problem with the lifestyle <laughs> like you know you have to be able to i, I don't get why you would you know, want to lose your independence like that to begin with, like you're setting yourself up for a life where you're depending on uh, somebody to um, run your life for you. Um, and that's, that seems uh, like a dangerous segue into uh, ownership. So I don't know why you would want that for your life, but take it from me. I feel like you're pretty young. If you are the type of person who uh, knows that you are in some sort of debt and that you can't, afford to do these things um i i i would just stop and say hey uh not this time you got you know go on a trip with your friends do that and i'll see you when you get back but i just i, I really i i can't I, I i can't afford i can't afford it so there's that um are aren't weddings just affectations I'm not here to offend. I'm here to learn. What's the point of the party? The white dress and all that stuff. What's it all for? Uh, isn't it all a waste of money? Yeah. <laughs> to be quite honest, it's all a waste of money. Um, however, if you, um, you know, just went to a bar and dropped $80, that's a waste of money. You had fun, but it's a waste of money. Uh, if if you uh, you know 
buy toys for your kids. It's a waste of money. They don't need toys. Um, you know, they need food, water, uh, oxygen, love, books. They don't need toys. That's a waste of money. Uh, people waste money in different ways all the time that are a waste of money to you, but not waste of money to them. So uh, a, a wedding is a waste of money to me. I, I would never do the whole, uh, you know, ceremony in church and, you know, uh, having a, you know, uh, officiant and all that stuff. I, 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 I would never do any of that. Uh, it's it's straight to the justice of the peace. Uh, get the certificate, both of you sign it, and then the party afterwards. That's what I would do, and not even like really a party. I mean, just like a gathering of friends at like you know, uh, Morton's or you know, uh, Golden Corral because the bitch loves a buffet. But all that other stuff, uh, all the pomp and circumstance. While I am. Uh, while I love pageantry, uh, I, I, I can do without a wedding. Um, it, personally, I can do without a wedding. Now, I don't mind going to your wedding and sitting through all of that and going to your reception if there is an open bar. Uh, but what I have learned is that if I, it, it, like if, if I'm going to your wedding, I, I need to be close enough for you to you to be in your wedding because I have to go to the buffet table first. I can't do that thing where I wait for everybody else to go to the buffet table. Uh, and you got to have a buffet. If you got servers at your wedding, I'm probably going to leave the reception after the bar opens. And if you do that goofy-ass shit where the bar doesn't open and so after the first dance, like, come on. Like, I needed to be a party all the way through. So that's what I would do. I would do the justice of the peace and sign the papers and you know do you know exchange very i think the most money that i would put into getting married is the ring i already know what kind of ring i want and it's so fly and beautiful and uh and it's going to cost a grip but that's the one i want the rest of it let's get some coolers and dump some fat tire and corona and dos Equis. Uh, and to those, let's get the grill going, let's get some ribs on, let's get some steaks and burgers and hot dogs. Like, let's get my mama's potato salad, my mama's potato salad, please, and my auntie's macaroni and cheese. And uh, let's let's get it popping. Like, let's have a party. I do not have time for all of the, uh, the, 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 you know, I guess we can do all that goofy first dance shit. Um, but, uh, that's, that's about it. it. The thong song will be played, which is my wedding tradition ever since my brother's second marriage, every wedding that I go to, uh, now and forever, I have one requirement to show up at your two requirements to show up at your wedding. One that I'm in the wedding party so I can eat first Two that the thong song be played. If neither one of those things are happening, I'm not coming. Shout out to Matt and Michelle. They did play the thong song at their wedding. And I got to dance with their niece. It was great. To thong song, which is weird. But um, it, it, they also got married on my birthday. So I can never like forget when their wedding is. So, uh, yeah, weddings are a waste of time and money. Uh, but they're a waste of time and money to you because you don't understand them. But they're ultimately a waste of time and money to you if they're not 
the way that you want them to be. So be very vocal and adamant about the way that you want your wedding. If you don't want a traditional wedding or if you do want a traditional wedding and that sort of thing, then um, do you have a party? That's, you know, I, I, I feel like whenever I get married, if, if ever I get married, it's going to be something very special just to, 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 to me and my betrothed. So yeah. So next question does does The Last of Us and God of War really prove PlayStation is superior to Xbox One? Okay, full stop. I did not uh, even think about the fact that The Last of Us Two is supposed to be coming out like next year. So, see, this changes the game. This changes the whole... <laughs> no pun. Uh, this changes the, everything now. Like, remember, the, the, the Xbox One X is slowly going to be the box to the left. <laughs> and here I am, left with my PlayStation 4 Pro and my God of War and my The Last of Us 2. So, um, man, this is hard. First of all, uh, thank you for uh, that question, uh, person on Yahoo's answers, questions, answers. Um, yeah, I would say that it's pulling ahead. It's pulling ahead because I cannot play The Last of Us on Xbox One, right? That's not a cross-platform game. I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it's PC and, 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 and PlayStation only. Um, but I, I, yeah, I would say so. I really don't think that Xbox has a property, um, an exclusive property that is akin to either one of those games. Um, and again, like I don't care about Halo and I barely care about Gears of War, um, even though I like Gears of War. I just think that um, the exclusives on the Xbox side are not as I mean come on The Last of Us is one of the best games that I've played in my entire life that um, really disrespectful list that Game Informer put out put The Last of Us way too low on the list as far as I'm concerned it's it's top 5 of all games that I've ever played in the entirety of my 37 years on earth 36 almost 37 uh, but I, I, and that's hard to say, man. Like seriously, that's hard to say. Like I've played, you know, Double Dragon, and Street Fighter, and uh, you know, Ninja Gaiden, which is used to be one of my favorite games, and, and Turtles in Time, and and uh, you know all the Konami beat 'em ups and stuff. Like Jesus Christ, like uh, The Last of Us is just. I, 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 I liked it better than God of War 3. And God of War 3 is one of my favorite games. Uh, so I would say that, uh, it, yeah, the PlayStation 4 kind of pulls ahead. Like, it's kind of pulling ahead of the, uh, of the Xbox One X. Now, somebody can 
confirmed to me because I have played uh, quite a few games on PlayStation 4 and I cannot deal with the fucking controller. So if somebody can confirm to me that uh, PlayStation did something about the controller for the X for the uh, PlayStation Pro, then uh, that that would completely sway my decision. But if I can't play the games comfortably, then I'm not going to want to play. You know what I mean? So that that's that, that's always been that that's re- literally the the point of contention between me and PlayStation is that I hate the controllers, I hate them. So, um, next question. It's probably going to be another gaming question, to be honest. In your opinion, what is the best Grand Theft Auto? Ooh, uh, well, I haven't played Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, it looks amazing, um, even though I I did give game again Game Informer. I did give Game Informer some shit about having like five GTA games on the list of 300 best games of all time. It's just because um, I feel like you should play, you should average it out. Like you should take those five games, pit them against each other, and and one of them will win out, and that one is the one that deserves to go on the list. Um, they are to me. I feel like um, Liberty Liberty City Stories uh, is my favorite. Um, And there's a couple of reasons why. So, not only do I think that Liberty City Stories is the game that kind of perfected the the GTA formula that we love now, um, I think that it also had the best soundtrack. Now... (laughs) A big part of GTA games for me is the radio. And once you get into a car, uh, switching around on that radio. And um, that is, that game to me, I I think had the best soundtrack of any of the uh, GTA games. Um, And again, the last one I played was four. I haven't played five. Uh, But um, Liberty City Stories is, is my favorite. Um, so I, uh, and, 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 so I'm sure my opinion will change if, and when I play five, because it really does look amazing. And I've heard nothing but rave reviews about it. And again, I don't give a shit about playing the online version. I don't want to ever do that, but, um, I, I, I appreciate the storytelling in the GTA series. I just don't know why you would put five of them on a grace of all time list. Like, I just don't think, why would you do that? Um, so, yeah, Liberty City Stories. That's it. Another one in the can. I would like to say, uh, first of all, I'll give a shout out to Sean King, who uh, posted the story uh, about the gentleman at um, uh, Starbucks. I uh, brought that to uh, our national attention. Uh, thank you, bro. That that uh, that needed to be out there. Also, um bringing to our attention uh, the slaying of uh, Butchie Yarber um, who was 
killed in broad daylight in the parking lot of a Walmart. Um, he shot 30 times by police officers uh, while he was sitting in the car waiting on his friend who he dropped off at Walmart. Um, he's in the car with two other friends. Uh, the police shot into the car 30 times. Um, they claim that he was uh, trying to uh, hit an officer with his car and then tried to hit a, a police vehicle with his car. Uh, uh, but of course, um, what the police uh, never count on for whatever reason is that there are citizens out here with cell phones with cameras who are pointing them directly at any police disturbance because we know what's going to go down. It's only a matter of time. So um, the evidence is there. You guys shot 30 times into this car for no reason because of a quote unquote perceived threat. I don't think a gentleman who had two other friends in the car would put their lives in danger that way, uh, knowing how the police are. So, um, if you, uh, I don't know if you want to seek out the video. It's really graphic. I wouldn't, but um, what I've seen in the video, the gentleman was surrounded and was scared and was trying to get out of the situation, but did not hit a police car, nor did he uh, accelerate towards any police officers. Um, he was simply murdered in cold blood um, by uh, Barstow police. So, um, so I'm I'm very sorry that this happened to you, sir. Um, um, I, 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 I his name is Deontay Yarber, uh, but his friends call him Butchie. So Butchie, um, shout out to you, um, and shout out to your family. Um, the show's dedicated to Butchie. Um, also, uh, on a uh, lighter notes, black uh, black man out here doing great things. Kendrick Lamar's album uh, "Damn" has won the Pulitzer Prize for music, and it is the first non-classical or jazz um, album to win that distinction. Or he's the first non-classical or jazz artist to win that distinction. So. Uh, congratulations Kendrick uh, Damn is a great album If you've heard Damn Try listening to Damn backwards Because the, the album was meant to be listened to backwards So he's released it twice He's released it the way that it was originally released it, it released, And then he's released it With the track listing flipped backwards So um, Because the album tells a story So uh, Go out, uh, listen to Damn Support black music, support Kendrick um, stream it, buy it, do whatever you got to do. Uh, it's a great album. Um, it, he's a, like I said, he's uh, on a previous episode. He's surpassing um, some of your faves and landing among the greats. Uh, anyway, the podcast email is help you help me pod at gmail.com on Twitter, H Y H M underscore pod. And on all the other socials uh, at Help You Help Me podcast, I am hungry as hell. I got to get out of here and get something to eat. Uh, I ain't got to sign off because I don't have a sign off. Bye.